Hey there, boss. This is Jeff Mendelson, host of the One Big Tip podcast. And I am so excited to announce my new Agents of Pod coaching program, where I teach you how to fast track your lead gen by having more conversations with your targeted clients, even if you have no list, audience, or paid ads. Head on over to agentsofpod.com slash hero, and let me show you how to be the superhero in your own business. I am also actively seeking guests for this podcast. If you know someone who is currently six figures or more in their business and they have an actionable, tangible, and measurable tip to share, please let them know about it. Just go to onebigtip.com slash guest for information on how to be a guest. I can't wait to hear from you. Let's get started. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. My name is Jeff Mendelson, and this is the One Big Tip Podcast. My guest today is Jim Padilla, CEO of Gain the Edge, where Jim works with companies looking to increase their sales. A launch expert with over 20 years of experience in helping entrepreneurs scale their business by driving sales and surpassing their goals, Jim's one big tip is to treat your sales pitch and help build the teams that you need in, in order to make more sales. That is really the best way for you to increase your conversions and to gain more customers. So today, Jim is going to share a variety of strategies that you can implement in your business and help realize an increase in profits and watch your business scale. So this is going to be a great conversation today. Jim, thank you so much for joining me and welcome to the show. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Privilege to be here. Uh, I love been following uh, some of your episodes recently and I love the conversations that you're having. Thank you. Thank you. So I was wondering if you can take us back a little bit about how you came up in this industry, right? So, you know, you help build sales, you help other companies increase their sales. Tell us a little bit about, about your background and how you got to be so awesome today. Yeah, I, I, thanks for, for that opportunity. I, I actually, I'll go back to my childhood just because it is relevant and it's, it'll be brief, but I, I grew up in, a, in, in an abusive environment and in a little bit of a, a challenged uh, of time born to two teenage parents. So they didn't really have much to work with. And uh, so I, I was in foster care at 13 uh, on the streets in gangs at 16 and in jail by 19. And I learned in those first 20 years of my life, how to read a room and influence people and move people to my direction, primarily because it was the only way I was going to survive. That was how I was going to stay alive. And uh, little did I know that 20 years later, you know, I'd be making millions of dollars teaching other people how to read the room, influence people to their direction, bend their will in your direction so that they could reduce the threat and let down their guard and want to buy from you. And, uh, it, you know, that led to, you know, having a sales training and coaching business. But then we emerged, you know, after I had an alarm company and spent years in mortgage, we, uh, we, we stepped into this arena and, about you know 2014, Bill Barron, an emerging rock star at the time uh, in the coaching industry, was getting ready to do his first million dollar launch, and he wanted some sales support. So he asked us if we could come in and do the sales for him. And being a good entrepreneur, I said yes. And I had no clue what a launch was. Had never done a launch. Had no team and no no processes, resources. So we went to town, pulled it together, delivered an incredible, awesome 1.6 million dollar launch, and. 
two weeks later, there was a line at the door and you know, a niche was born. So we started doing launches and events for two years, delivering millions of dollars worth of outcomes. And then people wanted us to stick around and start doing sales between events. So of course we stepped into that, started building all those systems, strategies, processes. Now here we are eight years later, you know, the most well loved and well-respected sales experts in the industry with, uh, you know, delivered over a quarter billion dollars worth of sales and hundreds of events a year and 25,000 sales conversations a year. We're pretty good at it. What an amazing story, right? Because, you know, some of those soft skills, like you mentioned about reading a room and especially in a highly tense and problematic environment, you know, has got to be a skill that you needed to learn and needed to learn quick, right? And yeah. being able to translate that into more positive energy and, you, you know, to be able to help people really get to work on, you know, doing the things that they need to do instead of, like you said, getting into trouble, you know, that is an, an amazing skill. When you figured out that part of how to read a room and how to, you know, the, on how to, I shouldn't say manipulate, but more influence people, bend them to your will, so to speak, in a friendly way. What would you say is like the biggest revelation that you, that you were able to, uh, to figure out once, once you realized that superpower and were able to make that happen, not only for you, but for the people around you as well? Well, at, at our core, everybody just wants to be valued. And if every if, if you can treat people no matter who they are, the, the biggest, the smallest, the the meanest, the nasty, nicest, everybody wants to feel important. And so you can really find out what it is that matters to people and provide that or help them see that you care about that. It changes the game. You know, people people want to care about people who care about them. Amazing. And I can see how that can be applied when you're walking through a Walmart, you know, or when you're, uh, or when you walk up to the cat, you know, to the bank teller, or even when you're trying to make you know, sell someone on a high ticket offer, you are actually, you are trying to make them feel important and bring them to, you know, like this next level of, uh, you know, not only making them feel validated, but validating yourself as well. Right. Amen. So that's your yeah, so that's a really cool skill. Thank you so much for sharing that. I want to segue into your one big tip because I think that this is a really interesting, you know, a really interesting concept, you know, as you're as you're building a sales team for your organization. I work a lot with uh, digital agencies and one of the hardest things I find is, uh, you know, people understanding their sale, you know, how they treat their, you know, their lead gen process and ultimately their sales process. And what happens is that in this environment, there are a lot of egos, right? And that's something I generally just, I don't have any patience for, right? You know, I'm not looking to find someone who's the cockiest one of them all. I'm not looking to find someone who can, you know, sell a million dollars or he won't talk to, like, you know, I'm like, dude, you know, can you do the job or not? Right? Right. What I'd like to get from you, and I thought that this was actually really poignant, was, you know, don't build your team based on rock star closers, you know, build a better system to support the staff that, that already know and love your product or your system and are able to be better evangelists for it. Let's talk about that a little bit. How, uh, first of all, how did you figure out that rock star, the rock star closers are not the ticket to more sales? And then, you know, like, how do you build uh you know, like, how do you build up the people that really deserve to be built up in order to be, um, amazing salespeople. Well, two things in that one, you, the word you used a minute ago, evangelist, I think is 
is is perfect because that's exactly it. It's the people who are evangelizing, you know, are, you know, Christians, you know, we get a bad name, right? A bad rap for, you know, evangelizing because people feel like they're shoving things down your throat. But that's not exactly, that's not what evangelizing is. Evangelizing is sharing a message that's worthy of sharing and sharing it to people who you care about because you want them to hear it. And that if, if you had salespeople, if you had your whole company, everybody in your company, no matter what their role is, should be an evangelist for what you do should be an evangelist for the mission you're on, for the mission your clients are on. And that alone will shift the perspective and the journey of people take in your world and make them more desirable of what you do and how they, and, and wanting them to, wanting you to do it for them. So that that's impeccably, that's a very important part of the process. The thing with a closer, and it's, this is more about, a closer is showing up to sell a product. Right. Most companies have a lead generation system a process, send it to a closer, closer closes the sale. What we have learned is that when but the problem for most people is you don't have a quality prospect journey. You don't have an offer that's clear and compelling and you don't have a dialed in avatar. That really is a bleeding neck problem. And when you put all that together, most leads aren't as, as good as you think they are. And most salespeople aren't as good as they say they are. And we do is we provide the glue in between all of that. We put systems and strategies in place. We make your offer compelling and irresistible. It's not that what you do is not compelling. Your solution is fantastic. It's just packaged very poorly. And so people don't know how great it is or why they should buy it. So we package it powerfully, cleanly, and compelling so that it is something desirable and easier to sell, therefore. And then we put it in front of people who have a bleeding neck problem that your solution uh, solves, right? When you have a bleeding neck, you go to the hospital. When you have a sore neck, you don't. And most people are busy selling to people who are just sore. And so now you have to convince somebody and compel them to do something that doesn't make a whole lot of sense because your offer isn't crystal clear. And then the prospect journey hasn't been dialed down and, and really well so that it moves people powerfully one step at a time in your direction so that there's a logical conclusion coming. When you have all of that in place, you just need good people who can follow a system and take care of your people and evangelize, you know, the power of the product and power of the journey and why this matters so much. You know, one of the, um, uh, uh, you know, going along with that, um, you know, with that church analogy, right, where like a pastor is, is typically thought of as the person who is evangelizing, right? Really what we're talking about here is leadership, right? Yes. We're talking about the leadership of the person who is, uh, you, you know, who created the product, uh, who created the, the product and who actually needs to get it sold. So like a salesperson is not going to make up a feature set. They're not going to necessarily figure out, you know, like uh, the intermediate steps between the customer journey. And also they need to completely and intimately understand, you know, the avatar as well of who they're talking to, you know, otherwise they're just, you know, they're going to be flailing, right? They're going to be flailing pretty hard. Talk to me a little bit about how you train then the, you know, the leaders of these organizations so that they can in fact, impart this knowledge further on down the line so that the salespeople can be, uh, can be better. The closers can be better. The process can be better. How does that look? Well, what we do is um, we pull out of them the clear and, and what we really focus on is outcomes and experience, right? We're not, we don't want to put all of the sales product and the inventory in front of people. We want to be clear on what's the outcome that you want them to have. 
What's the experience you want them to engage? And then the, we build a sales process and a strategy around that so that that's the case. Because if you have somebody who needs something specific, then you want to make sure that they are experiencing what is necessary for them to understand that this is the ultimate solution. And everything should be built from that. And then most importantly is you need to be operating from one cohesive strategy, right? So I have, you know, this, this here that I keep in my, I have every day, everybody on our team has it in front of them every day. It's a one page strategic plan. Everybody in the company, our clients, their team, our team, any vendors working in the middle, everybody's off, operating off of one sheet of music. From this, the offer gets built. From this, the avatar is identified. From this, the lead gen channels are sourced. From this, the revenue goals. So you know, how what's the revenue goals? How many of which of what are we going to sell to reach those revenue goals? What are the activities we're going to do to make it happen? All on that sheet. So now there's no every week we're trying to reinvent the wheel and wonder what we're going to sell and, and where we're going to sell it and what to do. We already have a plan. We know we're doing a weekly webinar. We know we're doing a monthly workshop. We know we're doing a quarterly event, right? Everybody is working together on it. And it takes so much of the guesswork out of it so that now all we have to do is show up in service to the ideal prospect having this experience that's already been pre-planned. Amazing. So do me a favor, walk me through you know, how this process looks for, for when you're onboarding an organization that wants to hire you to, you know, be the outsourced sales team for them. What are those conversations like? And like, what kind of outcomes can, uh, do you typically, you know, discuss with them? And you, you know, one other thing that's, uh, you know, I'm really curious about, do you ever get to the point where you're, where you're just talking to someone and you're like, you know, something you're not for us, this isn't going to work. You know, yeah. Uh, yeah, go find someone else. <laughs> like, how does that look? Definitely. Yeah. Well, the, I'll answer the last one first. Um, we absolutely, we, we, we have to, we're very clear that we are working with people who want an outcome, want a partner on success and trust us to lead that process. If you need to be in control of the entire sales process, have your hands on everything and tweaking and pushing all the levers, then it doesn't make sense to work with a company like us because my team doesn't work for you. They work for us, but they work inside your company. Right. And so the people who, if, if you're somebody who just needs to have a control hands on everything, that's not a problem. That's just not for us. And you also have to be a company when working with us, particularly um, who is committed and sold out to reaching the mountaintop. All of our clients absolutely have some huge goals, must-haves. They're scaling to an exit. You're scaling to something. You're building a SaaS platform over here. So we're, we're scaling a, another portion of your company. You have something at stake. Because uh, we're not, I, we love to work with clients who know that the mountaintop is their desire. We, we're not here to convince anybody that the mountaintop is their desire. Right. So that's, that's the first piece and really differentiating because uh, we have, you know, if you have to drag them in, you have to drag them around. And, and we learned that the hard way many times, <laughs> more times than we probably should have to. And um, but when we when we do bring somebody in, uh, we just actually just did this uh, yesterday, came, came back from a flight from Miami, spent a couple of days with a client, a new client that we we had our, our blueprint strategy day. And this is what it starts with. And we, we basically are filling out. We spend the day sourcing all the boxes on here. Right. Who is your ideal avatar? What is their bleeding neck problem? What is the promise, the bold promise that hurts to put out there? What is your ideal solution? What is your primary offer, your upsell, your downsell? What are your revenue targets and how much of which items are we going to sell in order to reach it? 
What are your big rock events? What is your primary lead gen channels? Right. And then what are you, what do we call it? Your cadence. What is your cadence? Your weekly webinar, your monthly workshop, et cetera. However, that works. Everybody's different, but we just want to make sure that we're all singing from the same sheet of music. And then of course, who do you need to be? The big box in the middle. Who do you need to become in order to be the person who can achieve that outcome? Right. Because this is more than just transaction sales. This is a journey that you're on. As you know, I, I have learned that the entrepreneurial journey is the greatest force for transformation, aside from God himself, uh, that I have ever come across. Amen to that, you know, because that is so powerful. Right. It, you know, uh, being an entrepreneur is the it, you know, was really the first time it was really the first time that I was able to take 100 percent control, not only over my life, but the life of my family and the people that I support and serve. Right. So what happens is, you know, being able to, you know, affect those outcomes, you know, first of all, it comes with a with an incredible degree of freedom, right? Freedom to make your own decisions that you don't have to ask permission to expense something, you know, say something right. trivial as that all the way up to making the big decisions. But, you know, with that, uh, you know, with that responsibility, you know, you need to make sure that you're working with all of the correct information and making sure that it happens. When you have a client that you have delivered, that you have delivered on this promise, right? So, you know, you, you brought the, you have clarity on all of the steps that are needed in order to make, uh, in order to achieve those goals. What happens next? What kind of follow-ups are important or needed in order to keep that momentum going or, you know, in order to take the next steps in order to make it, in order to make things happen even further for them? Well, we, we put the system in place. We call it the anti-closer sales system. Um, and it has all of those pieces that are in place that help achieve the outcome without demanding that your salespeople are top tier closers. Cause quite honestly, it's the opposite. If you're, if you're clear, if you require a team of top tier closers, then there's things that are broken because you shouldn't require that. Um, it's a nice bonus when you can have one, but what we are focused on is ensuring that everything is measurable and deliverable, right? We need to know again, how, how many sales do we need to have? So, and then that means how many conversations, how many offers need to be made and in what platforms are we making those offers? And um, to people who get into the conversation, you know, we're, we're also look, focusing on how do we reduce client acquisition costs with the sales team. So we build pipelines and we work pipelines like mad. I don't know why in the year 2022, people seem to have forgotten how to work pipelines. I don't come across too many salespeople who actually do that anymore, which is mind boggling because that's where all the money is and that's where all the success is. So, but we make sure that that happens on purpose because we systematize it. We build incredible um, pipeline systems that allow um, the, the sales team to stay with the opportunity all the way through completion of the sale, whether that's 30, 60, 90, or 12 months down the road. And, um, and that stuff ensures that you're not only making a living on the people who come through the front door and you try to milk everything you can at that time, right? We would bring people back to the table 12 and 18 months later, and all of that reduces your client acquisition costs, which is very important right now. And you know, with all the things that are going on in the economy and in the world, it may cost you more to acquire a client, which shouldn't be a problem as long as you know how much your what your lifetime value of a client is. So as long as if your client acquisition cost goes up, you just have to make sure that your lifetime value goes up equally or ideally more. You know, what's interesting about that, uh, you know, this is this happens to be a recurring theme on this podcast is that the only asset that you truly own is your email list. 
right? right? And and the and the prospects and customers that you that you have sourced because anyone can throw any amount of money on billboards, Facebook ads, Google ads, whatever. And all of that is, uh, you know, they're subject to, they're subject to price changes and they're subject to changes in the market. And you can be kicked off those platforms in a hot second. Right. And if you're not in total control over who that list is and you know, how effective that list is, then, you know, that is your primary asset that people really need to understand that, you know, Facebook is not necessarily the best platform to do it. Um, it's a tool in the toolbox, right? But you really need to be thinking about how do I get that email address or how do I get that valid contact as quick as possible? So thank you so much for sharing that. Uh, Jim, can you please let everyone know how they can reach out to you, learn more about you and, you know, how they can reach out to you directly if they want to learn more? Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for that. Um you can find me at my personal website, jimp360.com, down here on the screen, jimp360.com. And when you go there, you'll find everything you need to access me, all of my social medias, YouTube videos, current promotions. You'll find out things about how to work with us, how to work for us, if you're interested, and uh, my podcast and anything that's going on. So um, I'll, everything all in one site, all in one location at jimp360.com. When you get there, I'm going to ask you to do me a quick favor uh, and click on the co- on the contact button. I want to get to know you and I want to know that you came here from the podcast. So reach out and shoot me, click on the contact button, shoot me a text with your name, the podcast name here, and I will happily send you um, a a resource on our anti-closer sales system so that you can start putting the framework in place to attract better people who will be able to sell for you. Amazing, amazing stuff. Jim, thank you for joining me today. It's been a lot of fun. I love nerding out on this stuff and it's been very informative. So I really appreciate you taking the time today to meet with me. Definitely. Thanks a lot for trusting us to be part of the journey and the success team. Thank you so much for listening to the One Big Tip podcast. If you're a six to eight figure entrepreneur, business coach, or speaker who would like to be on this show, we need to talk. The audience for this podcast is hungry for experts and professionals who want to share their knowledge with this world. So if you're ready to share your actionable and measurable one big tip, please go to onebigtip.com slash guest and let's get your story out there. I am also crazy excited to announce my new Agents of Pod coaching program. With this program, I show busy entrepreneurs the strategies that I use to have warm conversations with my dream clients, keep my calendar book solid, and consistently have potential clients at the ready, all anxiously waiting to speak with me every single week. Head on over to agentsofpod.com slash hero and let me show you how to be the superhero in your business today. Lastly, I have a huge ask for you. Could you please share this with your audience on social media? The stories and connections that I make on this podcast have helped thousands of people, sometimes in the most profound ways. And you never know if your small action today will be the one that kickstarts your friend, a family member, or even yourself into taking massive action and starting the next multi-million dollar business. It'll be your way of just paying it forward. My name is Jeff Mendelson. You can find me on all the major social channels like LinkedIn, Instagram, and Facebook. Thank you so much for listening.